0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Monmouth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. And every week during the academic year, I sit down with members of the Monmouth College community to talk to them about their interest, what they do, and things they've done. In this first edition of Monmouth College Conversations, I visit with the staff of WPFSFM, That's Monmouth College's student-run, proud, fighting Scots radio. Monmouth College has operated a radio station in one form or another for more than half a century. Its current iteration is WPFS, which can be found at 105.9 frequency on your FM dial or via the internet at mammothcollege.edu slash WPFS. Communications instructor and resident pop culture expert Chris Gobel is the station's faculty advisor. This year's station manager is junior Jan Abel of nearby Galesburg, Illinois, and junior Charlie Conkle of Morton Grove, Illinois, is the station's social media manager. I started off our conversation by asking Chris Goble about the rich history of Monmouth College's student-run radio.
1: Yeah, it stretches back to the 1960s. Uh, some students decided they wanted to uh, make a radio station and they got together and figured out and put equipment uh, together and started to broadcast basically uh, a very, very limited short range um, on campus and that started them off to having a regular radio station that began just being like closed circuit, just running into uh, the uh, different uh, dorm rooms. Uh, then as time progressed, they were able to go basically onto the campus cable when they started to have television piped to the rooms that went on campus cable and began then to stream. Once that started, they started streaming. And then uh, just a few years ago, uh, we uh, got a low power FM license, which allows us to actually broadcast into a short community. By specs, it says just about four or five miles. We go a little bit further than that. Um, and then we still stream as well. So Mammoth has a long, long tradition of having student radio, uh, student-run radio, student-controlled radio. There may be campus radio stations, places, but not a lot of them are solely and completely student uh, Led, student run, uh, student programmed, and this one is. How do you explain that resiliency? I mean, that's over a half century.
0: Student radio has persisted when a lot of technological changes have
1: happened surrounding the industry. Well, I think fundamentally, it comes down to the importance that radio plays for a community, both those communities listening and then the community of students involved in it. It becomes uh, a way in which they can share things that they love. So students continue to come back um, over and over again because they find that it's a lot of fun to sit here and share music that they like or to talk about things that they like uh, with other people. And that hasn't changed in that time. You know, you can teach anybody how to sit here and push these little things and talk into a microphone. Um, I think it persists because there's something fundamentally uh, interesting and fun about uh, what college radio can do. It can share things that otherwise, you know, moving around the dial, people wouldn't see or hear, I guess hear, uh, but people wouldn't hear this or they wouldn't be exposed to this music and this is the place where they can get it. So that really hasn't changed and people still want the new. They want to find something new and when they find it they want to share it so College radio, in particular here, can be that place where students can create that community and share uh, what they love with other people. In a lot of ways, it was the first social
0: media platform of the 20th century.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think when you look at a college campus, a college community, yeah. You know, you had people who weren't necessarily trained professionals coming on, uh, learning how to do it and being able, being allowed to share what they wanted to share. You know, corporate radio changed that a lot. I mean, real radio used to be kind of that way, too. Especially small town radio. Uh, But uh, college radio is just one of those last places where, yeah, this is a place where it's always been about, you know, yes, students learning the craft and learning and understanding how to do this, but also so much more just being a sounding board in places for people to share a lot of different, diverse, whether it's music or information or thoughts uh, with a public that otherwise might not hear it. And might not be exposed to it.
0: You're listening to Monmouth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm talking this week to some of the good folks at WPFS FM. That's Proud Fighting Scots Radio. Communications instructor Chris Goble, social media manager Charlie Conkel, and station manager Jan Abel. Jan, this is your third year being is, involved yeah. with proud fighting Scots radio what brought you in the first time
2: when i was um, registering for classes back in 2020 i you know i was just talking to my advisor i didn't know what i was going to do and he's like oh yeah by the way we have this workshop for radio stations and i'm like well why not that sounds cool and so i just did it as a little freshman back in the covid year and um chris goble has been stuck with me ever since <laughs>
0: Your station manager for this school year, what does that involve being station manager?
2: So I'm the one who kind of creates the schedule and runs it. And if people have questions and they maybe can't reach Chris or they're terrified of him, like I was (laughs) freshman year, uh, they can usually go to the station manager for help.
0: Did you grow up listening to a lot lot of radio? I mean, you were born, my guess is right around the start of this century, if not in this century. Was radio a big part of your life before you came to Monmouth College?
2: Oh, yeah. Like my mom always had the country station on. My dad always had the rock station on. Uh, And he had like he was definitely the big music guy in our family. I mean, stacks and stacks of CDs and records and tapes. And so it sort of became a you're going to learn all of these artists. You might not care who they are. are but you're gonna learn
0: what do you enjoy about being in radio now that you've been in it for a few years
2: I love the connections that I'm able to make. I did an internship over the summer with my local station back home and just getting to see like all the connections to community people and all of this. And then even on campus, uh, the other day we had the involvement fair and Charlie and I were running it. We were uh, playing songs. We were talking like to everyone Mm -hmm. with our mics. And it was honestly just kind of fun. Like we started a little bit of a party and the sorority started to like dance, battle each other. It was just a fun time.
0: And you can't have that experience on spot. Spotify or Amazon Music or Apple Music.
2: No, it's sort of um like that's the main difference between radio and streaming songs is the personality behind playing the music.
0: Charlie, you're in your second year of radio. You obviously liked it enough to come back for a second helping. What about. Being involved with Proud Fighting Scots
3: Radio has appealed to you. What have you enjoyed? Um, I really like the originality behind it on the basis of which I could pick when I wanted to do my show and when I wanted to basically go on air. I think the coolest thing with what I did was, rather than making a traditional show with a normal time, which Gobel thinks this is hilarious, I picked the time slot from 11pm to 2am on Fridays, and what I would do is, for the first hour, I'd have like lyric, fast-paced, sort of synth-style music. The middle hour, some of it had lyrics, some of it didn't, and then the last hour, there's no lyrics, and it was practically like lullaby music, but more vapor and 80s style, to which I really enjoyed doing that, mainly on the basis where that was just something that was always intriguing to me to have a show similar to that. Because I bet something you're going to ask later is what inspired me to do radio. A lot of it was... I think Gobel might know. He might not though. There's an old nineties TV show called Crash Box. It was an informative show on HBO. And it was I don't very no? Oh, I was no. gonna say it was very artistic and it was very beautiful. And there was a segment where there was a radio show host in that that I always thought was so cool. And there was another series on um Netflix called The Kirlian Frequency, which also had a radio show or uh, radio show host. And both of those people um did late night shows wearing sunglasses. So that's basically what I did as well. <laughs> So I'm just in here at one in the morning wearing sunglasses, playing music. So I don't know. It was just something that was cool because I was able to make my name for the show pick my songs and do it the way i wanted to do it
1: which that originality is amazing well in tv influencing i've told you the story before Dwayne. the whole reason i don't know i told either of you guys the whole reason i started to do radio is two-part my brother worked in it but i watched a show in the late 70s early 80s called wkrp and all i wanted to be was johnny fever Mm -hmm. uh, the main dj in that and I don't have long hair, and it didn't end up that way. But uh, that was a, it, it. Totally was that. So it's funny that yeah, you no, know, exactly. A, a TV DJ.
0: Well, Char- Charlie, if you go back another decade, into early 1980s, one of the best albums of the 1980s is Donald Fagan's album "The Nightfly," and the song "The Nightfly" is about a pirate. DJ, or a DJ, DJ of a pirate radio station in California, where he plays uh, jazz and conversation, as he says in the song. And so you're sort of the night fly, I guess, of Monmouth College playing from 11 at night until 2 in the morning, and you have jazz and conversation on your show as well.
3: Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Um, I do plan to do a similar show this year as well, and I have a friend actually that goes to Roosevelt uh, University in up in Chicago, and I'm going to see if I can call him in one time to talk about jazz and stuff like that too. So I'm going to have more theme nights, which will be pretty cool. Did you grow up listening to radio as well, or did you discover it in college? Um, I grew up listening to a lot of it through like TV, like I explained earlier. But um, I know my mom was crazy about the loop when that was still a thing in Chicago, and they still listen to 96.7, which is like the rock station. But a lot of the radio that I found in college was more like independent in the school itself.
0: Talk about what you hope to do this year. You're the social media manager for the the radio station. Talk about what that job involves, some of your goals you have
3: for the school year. Um, I'm really excited for the video elements of things because, um, as well, you may not know, but Google knows, I've taken a lot of advanced video courses within this school. So I personally want to interview or record everyone's distinct show to sort of give an example of what their music's like and what they're going to play and sort of has that as a buffer to explain their time segments and when they're going on in air and stuff like that and i want to do some um real life situations as well where i want to walk around campus asking people some questions and stuff and that i want that to be a little more laid back and a little more comedic because i feel like it would grab attention to the station itself which i think would be pretty cool yeah
0: you're a communication studies and art major. Mm-hmm. Talk about how working at the radio station fits into that, or
3: is it uh, something that helps you sort of relieve the stress of your your academic work? True. Um, communications and art goes really well together, basically, because I'm always thinking and I'm always being creative. Something Goble says all the time is if people use the excuse that they're not creative, that's not true. Everyone has creativity within themselves. And luckily for me, because of art, I tend to be constantly thinking about things all the time. So it helps with calm and it helps with video production because I'm thinking of new intros, exits, sort of stuff like that. Stuff that can help out the radio station and things like that. So it'll be cool. And I'm even thinking if I got some spare time to make up some flyers and stuff like that too. Because that would be kind of cool to throw around as well. Because I don't want to... I don't want to critique Goble's flyers, but they're 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 looking a little old.
0: Yeah, maybe well, because
1: they literally lucky. are old. We yeah, did those a long say. time
3: ago and just haven't done new.
0: <laughs> so maybe an update would be them. nice, you know Definitely. what I mean? This is Mammoth College Conversations with Dwayne Bonifer in the Office of Communications and Marketing. This week's conversation features three of the big players at WPFS FM. Communications instructor Chris Goebbel, social media manager Charlie Conkle, and station manager Jan Abel. Jan what about you you're a public relations and an English major does this complement your major does this help you with your career plans or is this just something that is a hobby for you at this point
2: it started as a hobby and then it became a career path so I'm really hoping after this I can work in radio and do on air things Um, but it is fun kind of pulling my majors in before I was station manager I was actually Charlie's job and I was social media manager and so the PR classes I was taking was really helpful. And in figuring like, oh, this is how you design things. I was in uh, Goebbels layout and design class last spring and I did the radio station as my main focus for the flyers and everything. And it was just a really fun trying to pull in the microphones and pull in the different elements. And then with English, obviously, being able to speak well and do all that, that's a huge part of English. And sometimes I like to bring in nerdy aspects of my show. I had one on St. Patrick's Day last year. And so I was playing Irish jigs and drinking songs all evening. And I ended up pulling out uh, some Irish poems that I had to be reading for British literature. And I was just doing like one an hour. I'm like, yeah, we're just going to. Yeah. It's the Irish show today.
0: And that's one of the great things about college radio is that freedom that it gives you in the format.
2: Mm -hmm, Definitely. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: When I was doing it uh, with the local station, they obviously have to follow more strict guidelines, and they have a very specific set of songs you have to play, so you don't really have as much freedom.
0: Chris, one of the great things I think about Proud Find Scots
1: Radio is any student at Monmouth College can be involved in it. Yeah. Uh, it, it literally is open to everybody, uh, because really, uh, we want everyone. We want people from all over because like I said before, the beauty of this is the diverse perspective coming in from all sorts of different backgrounds and, uh, being able to talk about all sorts of different um, ideas. Uh, I mean, we had, uh, he wasn't a major. We've had someone come in and he was on the pipe band and he played bagpipe music. We've had students come in and do shows all in Spanish or, you know, it's so bringing in all those different diverse elements is like the beauty of being wide open. And, you know, if it's just us, if it's just the people who hang out here on the third floor in calm, then you kind of limit the perspective. Uh, and it should be sp- everybody so that it feels like it's a part of the full campus community and in reality anybody going into anything can benefit from doing this because what you have to do is think about more than you you have to think about someone else and how are you going to talk to them how are you going to communicate How are you going to relate to them through your show because you ultimately want them to listen to it so if you can't relate it to them or have them understand why they should listen to it or create things that they would want you know it's going to fail no one's going to to. Listen to it, and you're going to feel like you're just, you know, talking into a barrel. But if you start to have those thoughts, those thoughts are what we do everywhere. No matter what you're doing, you have to think about those people that you're working with, or you're working for, or you are trying to sell to, or work with, and what will reach them? What ways in which should I talk to them to relate to them? And doing this makes you think that um, in kind of a fun, different, weird way, Uh, but it can give you those moments where you're practicing that thought process that just flows everywhere, no matter what you happen to do professionally.
0: Well, here's to another 50 years of yeah. prior fighting Radio. What do you say? Woo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be retired before 50 years, but we'll, sure. No. <laughs> no.
2: That'll Goble's be
0: eternal. <laughs> That's communications instructor and resident pop culture expert, Chris Goble. He's the person who advises WPFS-FM. That's Mama's student-run radio station, which broadcasts from the top of Wallace Hall. You heard from junior Jan Abel, she's this year's station manager, as well from junior Charlie Conkle, he's the station's social media manager. You can find WPFS the old-fashioned way by tuning your FM dial to 105.9 frequency. You can also listen via the internet at mammothcollegeedu slash WPFS. And that's a wrap on this first episode of Monmouth College Conversations. Tell us what you think or add to the conversation by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put conversations in the subject line. Until our next conversation, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.